Mozart's early duets were played by himself and his sister. They were written for himself and his sister when they were on tour. Yes. Is there something of the circus about them, do you think? Uh, I imagine so. What's wonderful when you hear them and play them, it's as, almost as if the nana of them, Mozart's sister and, and the young Wolfgang come back to life. And there's, having said that, there's a serious quality and a lot of Mozart's sort of trademarks are there. For example, he begins with the first K19, I think it is, which was uh, premiered in London. He begins with these three chords to sort of summon the audience and make them all shut up and listen. So there's and how that old quality. was he when, when well, he, he was... I think he was nine at the, for the first time but when he when he wrote that and that's one of the first written uh, reports we have of duets being played in public. He was one of the first composers to write for piano duet. Can you trace the development of those early duets from from the, the time when he was touring to the much greater pieces later in his life? Yes he was indeed the, one of the first composers to write for piano duet and one piano I think Bach used much more few keyboards for his mm -hmm. concerto and, and um, um, very early piano duets, I think, as Charles just said, they're, you know, they're quite fun but quite simple and mm. they're harmo harmonically and, you know, texture is quite, you know, transparent. And then, of course, you know, as the, he matured as a composer, his works became just so much more colorful and on a grander scale. I mean, like the F major sonata for... Um, for hands, I don't remember yeah. the K number, but it's uh, in the f late 400s. Late yes. 400s. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, yes, it really is like a symphony with a big largo opening, mm. Mm. and um, it just has elements of concerto, opera, and um, mm. symphony. Interesting because we're, we're, when we were choosing our program, we were sight reading through, and the earlier works one can read fairly easily. Yes. When we got to the F major and, the, and also the C major, uh, so I think it's 503. When we got there, there's much, much harder to sight read them. It's not no, really, it's, it doesn't it's like, quite work. No, you feel you're in a piano concerto at times. But there. It's, yes. yes, but it yeah. has amazing, isn't it? I think in the slow movement of F, F major, mm. operatic Incredible. Um, yeah. passages and, and mm. uh, sort of like a recitativo and, yeah. and the wonderful passages and, and wonderful colors. moments where he imitates the sort of sound of a wind chorale almost in the ballads. Mm. Uh, it, it's incredibly invigorating and, and it's just such rich music to play. And they wonderful. were, you say he was one of the first to, to write for the form. Mm. I mean, what, was there a social function to the piano duets? Well, I think it was a chance for uh, family members or perhaps uh, if a, a young man was keen to sit next to a lady of his choice and uh, you yes, could... Yes, it's you, a rather intimate experience. Absolutely. Sitting, so close together and also with pianos, I mean, the, and harpsichords being a shorter... Yeah, smaller so instruments. Smaller instruments and the, I mean, the highest one. note, of course, was the uh, F there. And the lowest, I think, was about that F there. So you were much, much more squeezed together playing uh, Mozart's. And of course, the, the, the dress that they would have, the ladies with these uh, big corsets and then there was the big hair and all of that. So it would have been a very intimate experience, yes. And it's fun, of course. No? It's Great nice. fun. Yeah. I believe he, that uh, Mozart wrote some pieces for a clock. Um, a, an organ, a mechanical clock. Yes, he did. And then he, he transcribed these. Can you tell me about those? Well, they're from the end of his life, and he, as, as we know, in the 18th century, many composers are still are, of course, commissioned. And it was a commission from a nobleman, and he, or from his family. They wanted to commemorate this man's life, and that this clock was designed to um, commemorate 
this great figure. And whenever it appeared, the music would play on the hour. And Mozart really didn't want to write it, but they needed the money. Yeah, it was uh, quite actually amazing. We discovered um, that he wrote to his wife at, mm. at the time when he, he had great financial troubles. That, that yeah. he took up on this commission mm. and, and di really didn't feel like writing because he, I think he, he didn't like that instrument. He, he didn't, didn't like it. it. He felt it was a mechanical thing. Why yeah. should I write for that? So yeah. he then thought, hang on, I must rescue these wonderful pieces <laughs> and transcribe them for piano duet. And we'll be including them. And they're in the dark key of F minor, which is interesting because I, th I think that Schubert may have, I'm just, this is pure conjecture, but I think he may have known them because he chose the F minor for his own fantasy later on. Which also is quite a dark. Which is a, again, a very dark work. And some of the modulations that Mozart does in these works uh, Schubert uh, copies exactly. In well, it's piece. interesting you should mention Schubert because mm. I was going to ask that after Mozart, did anybody achieve the greatness in this form that he had? Well, of course, definitely. I mean, the Schubert is one yeah. of the composers which comes to mind who actually wrote also numerous pieces yes. among his great pieces like uh, fantasy. Yes. He wrote so much music for four hands. Mm. Know, the just landlords like Le the, yes. you know. The and also large-scale work. Schubert wasn't afraid to write something like the grand, the, the uh, grand duo in C yeah. major as well, mm. which is uh, or a piece called Lebensstürmer, uh, a very dramatic work. And th at this time, I think they w weren't necessarily intended for concert halls, but certainly for large gatherings. And, of course, then that leads on more and more into the 19th century of every new, every new symphony, uh, opera, what have you, even chamber music works were arranged for people yes. to play at home yes. on, on, two, on a, one piano. In fact, I remember when we were in Moscow with Katya playing a few years ago, uh, visited Katya's home, and we spent an afternoon sight reading, I think, Beethoven symphonies and uh, other such works yes, on the fantastic. one piano. <laughs> it's actually fantastic to see mm. how the genre of piano duet developed mm. uh, into 20th century as well. I mean, yeah. more probably for a form of two pianos mm -hmm. playing together so mm. it's on mm. a larger scale, isn't it? Absolutely. But you think Mozart played a role in this? Definitely. Definitely. I think that Mozart was, I mean, we know that one of his duet partners was the composer Hummel. And um, also, I think that he may have played with Clementi. I know that he and Clementi were sort of great rivals. And, but I think that the public enjoyed seeing two wonderful performers seat, seated together and having to you know, put their differences to one side and, and come with a, a joint concept of the music. Mm.